0: Welcome up, Jose Perdomo, and uh, my my sister-in-law, Monica Macaron. Welcome. She's going to help me out. Jose and I have been talking for the past few weeks, Hi. and we've become we become good friends. But uh, we use Google Translate back and forth, and who knows what what it's translating. So Monica's <laughs> going to make sure it's accurately working this time. <laughs> Jose, um, thanks for being here today. It's it's been great to have you uh, over the week, and. Um, you know your your time with Hope of Life and your story is a tough one. It's uh, it's uh, sometimes really difficult. I think uh, to hear what you've gone through. I'm wondering if you could share just some of your story of of how you began uh, being a part of Hope of Life Ministries.
1: Gracias por estar aquí, José, por compartir esta semana con nosotros. Y sabemos que eres parte de Esperanza de Vida y que tu historia es fuerte. Pero queremos saber un poco de ella
2: primeramente es un gran privilegio poder estar en este hermoso lugar.
1: First of all, it's a great privilege to be in a, this wonderful place.
2: Gracias, eh, muchísimas gracias a, a los pastores por darme este enorme privilegio.
1: Thank you to the pastors for giving me this privilege. Again.
2: Pues, esperanza de vida para mí eh, cambió mi corazón y cambió mi vida totalmente.
1: Hope of life changed my life, my heart completely.
2: Mis padres eh, eran de muy bajos recursos.
1: My parents had very little income.
2: En la extrema pobreza.
1: They lived in poverty.
2: And sadly,
1: my mom was physically and sexually abused by her own father.
2: Eh, de esto, ella quedó, eh, muy enferma.
1: After all of this, she felt uh, really ill
2: psicológicamente y mental y um, también físicamente.
1: psychologically mentally and um, physically.
2: ill Después de esto los doctores le diagnosticaron epilepsia permanente.
1: After all of that, the doctors diagnosed her with um, permanent epilepsy.
2: Después uh, de esto ella decidió formar una familia.
1: After all of that, she decided to uh, start her own family.
2: Eh, tuvo a su primer eh, bebé, mis padres.
1: My parents had uh, their first child.
2: Pero por la misma enfermedad de mi madre.
1: But because of her sickness.
2: Cuando ella le daba pecho a su bebé.
1: When she was nursing the baby.
2: Cayó encima de él y instantáneamente lo asfixió.
1: She fell over the baby and she suffocated him, uh, killing him.
2: Instantáneamente él murió.
1: He died instantly.
2: Tenía aproximadamente dos, tres meses de edad.
1: He was about two to three old.
2: Después de esto, eh, mi madre eh, quedó muy enferma, más enferma. Porque ella no quería hacer esto por su propio, eh, she, por querer hacerlo.
1: Después
2: de esto, eh, tuvieron a su segundo bebé.
1: After that they had their second child
2: Y lamentablemente eh, Ocurrió lo mismo
1: And story repeated itself uh, Another baby died
2: eh, Después de esto
1: After that
2: Nací yo a los años tre, was, al, al año tres meses
1: I was born well, over a year later
2: Mi padre tuvo que dejar su trabajo
1: My father had to quit his job Because he was concerned about me
2: Porque mi madre eh, ya no podía Eh, darme pecho.
1: Because she was not a, even able to nurse me, and she was not a, able uh, to take care of me.
2: Después de esto, um, mi padre tuvo que cuidarme.
1: So my father was taking care of me all the time.
2: Y tenían que salir a las calles a pedir dinero and para he, poder alimentarme.
1: And he had to go out on the streets to beg for money so he could uh, provide for his family.
2: Porque era el único. Eh, Lo único que ellos tenían de ellos.
1: The, the
2: Porque la casa eh, era de, de tierra con paredes de nilo.
1: Oh, they, they lived in a very, very poor house. Eh,
2: después de esto, eh, un uh, hombre de Dios llamado Carlos
1: Vargas, el uh,
2: fundó la organización que se llama Esperanza de Vida.
1: He Mission.
2: Y empezó con un asilo de ancianos
1: and he saving, uh,
2: Él también pasó por muchos procesos En su vida
1: he had to go many his life too.
2: Él decidió volver a Guatemala Porque él vino a Estados
1: Unidos también A
2: morir Porque está, él tenía una enfermedad uh, eh, terminal. Pero un anciano llegó un día a donde él estaba en cama. Llegó a pedirle limosna.
1: To beg for food.
2: Y él le prometió a Dios que iba a entregar su vida completa al servicio. Uh,
1: So he promised God that he was going to help uh, poor people uh, if he would save him.
2: Pues en ese entonces, ese día buscando a un anciano ancianos desamparados y dando alimento a las comunidades. Mis padres me dejaron en, en la casa porque ellos tenían que salir a pedir dinero para poder alimentarme.
1: My, my parents had uh, to leave me alone, home alone, because uh, they needed to find food for me.
2: Él escuchó un llanto inquebrantable de un bebé.
1: Carlos heard a, a crying baby it was Jose
2: con una eh, denutrición extrema
1: With, uh, he was really um, malnourished
2: después mis padres llegaron a la casa y, y Carlos Vargas estaba ahí con ellos
1: when my parents arrived home
2: llegó y les dijo a mis padres que podía hacer por ellos o por, o por mí
1: Carlos asked them how can I help you what can I do for you
2: Inmediatamente mis padres le dijeron salvarle la vida a nuestro hijo.
1: Ahí
2: Dios le da la visión a mi padre, a Carlos Vargas.
1: So, uh, uh, Carlos had the
2: de traerme con él y adoptarme como su hijo de to corazón. Desde ese día mi vida cambió totalmente.
1: Since that day my life changed completely.
2: Crecí en Esperanza de Vida.
1: I grew up in hope of life.
2: Me gradué de fotógrafo diseñador gráfico. Crecí con principios cristianos.
1: I grew up with Christian values.
2: Pero había algo en mi corazón que quería hacer por los
1: demás. Y
2: le dije a mi padre, ¿por qué no iniciamos a rescatar niños.
1: So I told my father, why don't we start saving children as well?
2: Y él solo derramó sus lágrimas en su rostro.
1: He just cried.
2: Y me dijo, lo vamos a hacer.
1: And he told me, yes, we are going to do this.
2: Desde ahí empieza otra visión.
1: So he had another vision. Now he's saving kids as well.
2: Él es un visionario que no es incansable.
1: He's a visionary. He he works really really hard.
2: Eh, construyeron eh, construimos el hospital materno infantil el más grande de Centroamérica.
1: We built a huge hospital uh, in Guatemala.
2: Y ahora rescatamos a más de 4000 niños al
1: año. Now we rescue more than 4, kids per year.
2: Y es uh, una bendición y un enorme privilegio
1: and it is such a blessing and a privilege.
2: poder hacer yo mismo lo que un día Dios y hizo por mí.
1: Being able to give back and, and to do what God and Carlos Vargas did for me one time.
2: Él me como su hijo.
1: He adopted me as his own child.
2: Y me una He
1: gave me a home, a family.
2: Un hogar.
1: A beautiful home.
2: Y yo sé que un día Dios dará la
1: and I know God is going to reward all of this.
0: Thank you, Jose for telling us this.
1: Gracias, José.
0: Mm. Um, I'm wondering uh with your opportunity to work at Hope of Life, uh you also have an opportunity to perform.
1: Es Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> he escuchado que a través de eh tu ayuda con Esperanza de Vida has también tenido la oportunidad de cantar.
0: And so, um, I'm wondering if you could tell our friends here uh, just a little bit about the opportunities that you have to use
2: your your gifts.
1: Así que me gustaría que le contaras a nuestros amigos acá cómo has podido ayudar a través de tus talentos.
2: Ya, pues desde la edad de cinco años cantaba como loco.
1: <laughs> Since I was five years old, I I sang like crazy.
2: <laughs> Pero alguien me vio y me dijo, "Tú tienes un talento."
1: And someone saw me and, and told me, "Oh, you have a talent."
2: Y pues a los 16 años pude grabar mi primera producción discográfica.
1: So when I turned 16, I was able to record my first production.
2: Pero en ese tiempo lo vi como un hobby nada más.
1: Back then I only saw that as a hobby.
2: Pero después Dios me dio la visión a mí.
1: But then God gave me the vision.
2: De que con mi talento y mi testimonio yo podía llegar a muchas personas.
1: And that through my talent and testimony I could reach out to many many people.
2: A la edad de 18 años me dieron la visa americana.
1: So when I 18, I got my US visa.
2: Luego de eso, mi, mi ministerio de la música se expandió a todo Centroamérica y Estados Unidos.
1: And my music ministry and Tengo,
2: eh, ya grabé mi tercera producción
1: I my third y
2: he podido estar eh, enfrente de 40 mil personas cantando and, y contando mi, mi historia.
1: And I have had the opportunity to sing in front of more than 40, people, to sing and perform, telling them my story.
2: He podido estar también con muchos jóvenes. Estuve en Perú hace aproximadamente cuatro meses. Y compartí con miles de jóvenes el amor de Dios y qué es lo que podemos hacer nosotros
1: love, para cambiar vidas
2: también mi música tiene más de 250 mil reproducciones en plataformas digitales y pues uh, la verdad y sinceramente no busco la fama para mí
1: and honestly I'm not looking um, uh, to be famous. Uh, simplemente
2: uh, estoy cumpliendo con el legado que de mi padre Carlos Vargas.
1: I just lo want que to. I just want to follow my father's steps what he did for me and to give the honor to God.
2: Él siempre dice que debemos de llevar también un evangelio práctico.
1: We, uh, he keeps telling me you, you have to practice the gospel.
2: Y en mi corazón también sé que debemos de ser los pies y las manos de Jesús. And
1: in my heart I really know that we have to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ.
2: A eso fuimos llamados para poder servir a los demás.
1: We were called to do that to serve others.
2: Tal vez podamos tener la mejor casa y el mejor carro.
1: We can have a lot of luxuries, the best homes, the best cars.
2: Pero cuando nosotros servimos a los demás,
1: but when we serve <laughs> others,
2: Dios se agrada de ese, de de esa voluntad.
1: We please God. And we are blessed triple, more and more. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Thank you, Jose. Uh, Jose does have uh, CDs and T-shirts here that he would love to meet you afterwards. And if you would help support his ministry and uh, get an autograph from Jose, yes? Yes, of course.
2: (laughs) He
1: understands (laughs) very well.
0: (laughs) Great. Jose, thank you for being here today. It's so good to have uh, this encouragement and to hear from you. Uh, We're going to sing one more song that uh, essentially is your story. Um, Thank you, God, for saving me, is is the song. So let's sing that one more time. And uh, would you give Jose one more big hand?
3: what can i give to you what can Ja, Everybody,
4: Uh
5: God, we thank you that when Jose cried, you heard his cry, and we thank you for the way that you saved him. We thank you for faithful men like Carlos. Vargas, who, when he himself was uh, on death's doorstep, cried out to you and made a promise. We thank you that you delivered him so that through him you could continue to, live, to deliver many others. Uh, God, we praise you for the gifts that you've given to Ose and for the way uh, that you've spoken to us already this morning through him. Uh, God, we also thank you that Uh, as he himself has been delivered and rescued, that he's asked the right question, how can I become someone that you use? And we thank you uh, for the many ways that you have used, Jose, and the many ways that you will. And then we thank you that we ourselves have been given the opportunity to know him. Some of us have had the chance to be in Guatemala together. We thank you for the gifts that you've given to us as we've served there. And then, God, I simply thank you that the truth about all of us is that you've loved us like a father, that you've given us in yourself, in, in, in your son, the rescue that we could never have given to ourselves. Uh, God, for those of us who have come to faith and trusted you, we thank you that we know deep down that we are saved. A God for everyone in here whose heart longs to have a home, to have in you a true and loving Father. God, would you use this time this morning to draw us close, and then would you help us know your deliverance and then become new people in it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. <clears throat> uh, it is incredibly moving to hear Jose's story, isn't it? Uh, Monica, we thank you. And Jose, we thank you so much for already bringing not only your voice, but uh, a really good sermon to us this morning. Wouldn't we say that? Yeah. Uh, There's a part of every heart that knows it's wrong when a child doesn't have enough food. When parents have to choose between being there uh, with their child and then going out to ask for food in the streets. We all know that that's not right. And so when we hear a story of a man who comes because he's been delivered by God and asks, how can I help? We know in our hearts that that's right. And the reason everyone knows that's the way it should be is because God has made every one of us to have a heart that cares. Uh, When your heart is stirred as you hear Jose's story, that's because God made your heart to care for those who are in need and, and to require help. Every human heart moves when they hear such a story because every heart was made by God to care. Uh, It's moving to hear Hannah and Evan's story as well, caring for their children. Um, When you saw uh, their children, their new children, they're sitting on their laps. Wasn't it beautiful for you? Um, The knife was a little disconcerting in the background, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Uh, But to see that little boy sitting on... Evan, his father's knee, and smiling. I got to hold that boy's hands. Uh, The clothing that that girl thanked us for came from my daughter Lily. To see her face light up when we brought what for us was no longer useful at all, it was heartwarming, but also, in a way, it was disconcerting. To know the excess that we live with, Can I tell you that your heart moves when you think of that also because God made your heart to move? He did. Every one of our hearts, some of us come to this place this morning having faith in Jesus Christ and we rejoice when we hear the words of that song that Christ came and he died and he suffered for us so we're free. Others of us who are not there, who don't have that faith still, we also, all of us are in the same place when we see those images and hear those stories because simply God made all of us to love And the reason he made us to love is for this reason. Please listen to this because he's loved us all first. It's in our DNA to reflect his love for us back, whether we even know it or not. I want you to look at these words up here on the screen. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Those words were written by James, and he was Jesus' brother. James must have seen his brother's way with others in the world. James must have seen uh, his brother Jesus' way when he went to the temple and saw the religious leaders there gathered with their ceremony and with the perfection of their worship altogether. Uh, James must have seen Jesus confront those religious leaders for sadly the hypocrisy which characterized their way. Uh, To put it very simply, uh, in Jesus' day... There was plenty of religion that was not pleasing to God. It was neither pure uh, nor undefiled. Do you think that in our own day there is religion that is not pleasing to God? Yes, there is. Uh, The religion of the neighbors of Israel's people back then was unpleasing. They worshipped idols. They bowed down to things that were no gods. They gave their ultimate concern and their ultimate devotion to things that were unreal. And this resulted in the kinds of rituals that were ghastly and utterly inhuman. Uh, Women were treated like objects. Sometimes children were even sacrificed and that was unpleasing to God. Uh, But when James wrote those words, he wasn't just thinking of the religion of the pagans. He was thinking of the religion of God's own people, which sadly had also wandered away from God's heart. Uh, To be sure, there was beautiful religious ritual. They sang and they worshiped in a way that was magnificent to behold with the eyes. And they said all the right words, but in the words of the prophet, they worshiped God with their lips, but their hearts were far from him. That's a telling way to describe someone, isn't it? The way this was plain uh, for generations before Jesus even came was the fact that God's people could gather together for worship, And they could make a brilliant show of their religion. And then Monday uh, and and every day after during the week, they could go out with injustice, with cruelty, with violence, with a kind of lack of care or concern for the needy that everyone else in the world had. And when God saw that, he said, that is nothing good to me. And there's a reason. Uh, The reason is very simple. Uh, It is that God's heart is a heart that goes out more than anything else to the needy and the powerless in the world. And it always has been so, and it was in Jesus' day, and it still is. When God looks out upon humanity, it is those who are in the greatest need that win his heart. And in in this passage, you see these two words here? The widows and the orphans. Those two were the most powerless socially in Jesus' day and for generations before. Uh, You know that today, that there are many of us in this room who are spiritually widows and orphans, that we feel as if we have no home in the world and no hope. Now, some of you in here now are in that place spiritually, emotionally. You, you feel adrift. Uh, when James wrote those words, when the prophets spoke about the failure of God's people, the widow and the orphan, those were the least powerful in all of society. And, and this is hard for us to fathom. But back then, it was socially acceptable to leave those two to the fate that definitely was going to be theirs in the future because they had no hope. A widow without a husband to provide for her uh, had to rely on uh, charity and benevolence and when that ran out, she was out of luck. And everybody socially was okay with that. This is ghastly, but back then, if a family had a child they didn't want, they could orphan it by, and this is what they called it, exposing the child. And that meant leaving it in a field. And if you lived back then and you saw that, you would know that there is an orphan that no one wants, and you would keep walking because that was the norm. But not with God. God was never okay with that, which is why James describes God when he's talking about the religion which God loves and which is perfect with these words the Father. A God unlike every other false God is the one who cares for the powerless and the needy. God unlike every other false God is not on the side of the powerful and the rich and the mighty, but rather his heart breaks for those who have no power of their own. And God's heart goes out to the orphan and the widow and that means the only way to be God's people is also to have hearts that go out to the orphan and the widow. Look at how God is described by the poet in Psalm 68. God is Father of orphans and protector of widows is God in his holy sanctuary. God gives the desolate a home to live in. That's the way the poet describes God. Not up in his holy sanctuary forever, far away from us, but rather the one who says to the orphan and widow, you have a home in my home. Uh, That is a reality which is true because of what God did in Jesus for every single man and woman. God has an open door in his home for all of us who are spiritually widows and orphans. And let me stay there for a moment. Apart from God's deliverance, every one of us has as little hope as an orphan and as a widow does in the first century. But because God in his grace has reached out to us in Jesus, we have in him a a loving father whose home is our home and whose resources are our resources, whose love and affection and grace and mercy for us is there at every single moment. The one to whom we can come and expect the loving reception that we could never even dare to dream that would be ours. And that's for all of us. And all you need, all you need to do is to choose to trust him, is to open your heart and receive his a gracious welcome to you, his invitation, and then you're delivered. Uh, Then you can leave behind your old way, the way of sin and death, and you can come with rejoicing to God who will receive you. And that is true. But listen now, uh, this this, this, uh, depiction of God is not only spiritual uh, or figurative. It's also meant to be literal. And that is God makes a home for the orphan. And here is how he does that. He does that when ordinary men and women who've been delivered by God decide to become the ones who bring in the orphan and reach out to the widow with their own resources, with the the benevolence that has been given to them, turning it back to others. It, It happens that God delivers orphans when a couple like Hannah and Evan say, we'll go and we'll invite them in. Or when a man like Carlos Vargas says, I will give myself from now on to serving the poor. Or when a community like Renaissance Church says, let's decide to give a part of all the money that's given here to missions there so that others can be delivered. Or when people uh, from this community go down and ask how they can serve. Or when you, in whichever way God has given you to do this, Ask him, how can we be the ones that you use to bring your benevolence? And then whatever answer he gives, you do it. Uh, To share a meal, uh, to share time, uh, to decide to live on less than all of the income you have so that you can cut off a part of your excess and let someone in the world who has too little thrive because of of your benevolence. Uh, When you do that, uh, you show that you are a son or daughter of the Most High King. And here, let me end with this. Uh, by God's grace, all of us are adopted to be his children. And, and every one of us is welcomed into the family. It means we're brothers and sisters. And that means that we have in Jose here, a brother who's come to us from another place, but here we are together as siblings. And that's a joy, isn't it? And, and, and the invitation into the family is wide open. And it's not me who invites you. It's God Almighty who in his son, Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, opens the door and says to each of us, come and let me rescue you and be your heavenly father. And so I'm gonna pray now that 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 invitation from God would be powerful in all of our hearts and those of us who are with him would rejoice and those of us who are not would be drawn to him by the spirit. Let's pray. Uh, God, we love you and thank you that you've saved us Uh, We thank you for the very real and tangible way you've saved Jose. We ask now that your spirit would be uh, amongst us and would be awakening our hearts to the love that you've already had for us in Christ so that we ourselves could abandon every way that leads away from you and instead be turned by your spirit to you. That we ourselves would leave behind our old ways and be drawn ever anew to you. To those of us who are already uh, conscious of our being your sons and daughters, God, would you inspire us through our time together this morning to serve you with more grace and power than ever before? And would you speak deep down into our hearts, to all of our hearts now, that you are our good Father and therefore we are your beloved children. Would you do that? In the power of the Spirit we pray. Amen.
3: Stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tell.
0: sing this with us
3: call.
5: Jose, I want to pray for you now, okay? I'm going to pray. God, I thank you so much for Jose. And I thank you for the great gifts that you've given him. The gift to sing and also the gift to share his story. And I ask now very simply that you'd bless him so that he'd be able to share his story with lots more people. And we pray very simply two things, that you'd use his story to help others come to know the kind of good father that you are, and also that each time he shares it, he would feel your joy And he would know deep in his heart more than he ever has how much you love him. And I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you thank Jose again? Thank you so much.